Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social Index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the social index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Siddharth Taparia, Senior Vice President and Head of Marketing Transformation and Strategic Partnerships at SAP. Today on the show, we talk about Sidhash's career at SAP. I think it's 13 years now. How he was as a business called Business Objects that was acquired by SAP, and that was a pivotal twist along the way. We end up talking about the transformation and, and what SAP's trying to drive both internally for themselves as well as client and the brand transformation as a result. And we talk a little bit about customer experience and where SAP is trying to focus their efforts going forward. I hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome to the show, Siddharth. Thanks for having me, Alan. We've got a lot to cover in a short amount of time, but I thought maybe we could start with your background. Where where did you start your career? And I believe you've been at SAP for about 10 years. So what's the path been at SAP as well? Yeah. So I actually grew up in India and I moved to the United States after I'd done my bachelor's and uh, came here, did my went to business school, did my master's, and then started my career in the United States. And you're right, I've been at SAP for about 13 years, actually, and it has been Mm -hmm. a tremendous ride. I started my career in consulting and in actually helping with technical implementations of our customers and then navigated my way through uh, doing some pre-sales and sales work, doing some product management into marketing. And I've been in marketing at SAP for about last 10 years. Uh, so I've uh, 
kind of done my stints with uh, different parts of marketing, whether it is around product and solution marketing or corporate marketing. Also done a lot of uh, acquisition integrations in that time period. And now, of course, to my current role, managing the transformation as well as the partner marketing, uh, working with our strategic ecosystem partners, uh, roughly 17,000 different companies around the world. That's great. I I usually find that there's sort of moments in people's careers, you know, making that transition maybe from consulting to sales or sales to marketing. Were there any pivotal twists in your career or any mentors along the way that kind of nudged you here or there? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most pivotal turns uh, in my career came when I used to work for a company called Business Objects. And when they were acquired by SAP, a whole new world opened up for me personally. And this is the same time when I made the transition into marketing. And I did not grow up. Um, I actually went and had a degree in engineering and then went to business school. So I did not have a training of a marketeer. And so for me, one of the big moments was completely changing my line of work from being doing a lot of work in programming and working with applications to actually joining marketing and, and working on helping tell the story of products and solutions and, and companies and what they were doing to have an impact on the world. I love it. Love it. Well, acquisitions can change a lot and you've, you've seen a number and uh, we'll talk more about the transformation, but you've been head of marketing transformation, I think for a little over a year, maybe you're working on your second year, probably well into your second year. What can you tell us about the transformation that's taking place at SAP? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think of transformation and, and transformation look is a big word. It's a word that's used a lot these days. But for me, ultimately, transformation is fundamentally about, within marketing at least, it is about changing who you are, what your perception is out in the marketplace, especially for a company like SAP, which has been in the business for over four decades and has a single purpose, which is to help the world run better and improve people's lives. For us, it is about how can we tell our story that people are able to relate to today in this day and age. And so it is about changing how we are perceived in the marketplace, but it is also about what we do internally in order for our marketing efforts to succeed. And that's where I I firmly believe that transformation starts and is successful with people. Everything else is an ingredient, but the thing that really kind of makes it work is that the people have to transform. There has to be a transformational mindset You can have all the technologies in the world. You can have all the processes in the world. You can have everything else. But unless your people really get behind the transformation and you build a culture where people are ready to embrace the change, transformations rarely are successful. They rarely work. I've noticed, you know, as I looked at the transformation that SAP is going, is it looks like there's a brand transformation taking place as well. You know, changing your perception, like you said, in the marketplace. You know, where did that start and kind of where are you on that journey today do you think yeah this has been actually one of the most exciting journeys that we've been on there it was about a year and a half ago our ceo bill mcdermott set out a really bold challenge to us marketeers to make sap one of the world's most recognizable and valuable brands and for us this was an exciting and an invigorating challenge because It wasn't just about having a placement on a list, but really how can we actually change 
the value that we deliver to our customers because any type of brand transformation is driven by how your customers perceive you, what they think about you, and, and how they champion your products and solutions. And so this is a journey that we've been on, which is really thinking about the first step for us in this transformation journey was all around how can we actually bring all of the different acquisitions that SAP has done together so that we're telling a very consistent and a coherent story to our customers. This is where we started talking about how companies can become intelligent enterprises, how can they use emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and blockchain to do more with less, how can they empower their employees, and how can they deliver the best-in-class customer experiences as they think about inventing new business models. Because what we see today in the industry is that everywhere, business models are completely being reimagined and reinvented all the time. And so for us, the the, the transformation of uh, our brand has been starting with a very ambitious goal, working through getting our house in order, if you will, uh, of bringing our story together so that our customers can make sense of it. And then really um, turning that inside out and helping our customers be more successful as they go about changing their business to be ready uh, for the challenges that are coming their way, especially in this uh, in this era of digital transformation. Hmm. Well, as you're kind of rewriting this narrative about the company, how is that manifesting itself out into the, the world today? How are you getting your story out? Yeah, look, I mean, there is no single way that, that you know, you can get your story out. And, and so we have a all of the above approach as well. And one of the pivotal moments in this journey came when we really said we've had a purpose for SAP, which is to help the world run better and improve people's lives. That has been our enduring cause, our enduring purpose since the company was founded. And we started looking at that and we started saying there is some amazing work that our customers are doing. And we wanted to tell a story of our brand, but tell it from the lens of the work that our customers are doing to make this world a better place. So, for example, we work with a nonprofit called Elephants, Rhinos, and People, or ERP for short. This is a this is an organization that is helping save elephants and rhinos in, in Africa. But more importantly, they're approaching this by helping improve the level of the standard of living and the opportunities that are available to the people in the region because their thinking is when you are able to uplift the conditions in which the people there are living, you're naturally going to be making efforts towards saving elephants and rhinos and, and other wildlife. And this is this is a an organization that we have partnered with and that has done some amazing work improving this world. And there are many, many examples like that. And so one of the big focus points for us in getting our story out has been focusing on what our customers are doing and how they're having an impact on the world and telling that story from the lens of our customers and and really focusing on the purpose that we have, but more importantly, how our customers play a role in making that purpose come to life. So you're essentially enabling their purposes, for lack of a better word. 100%. The way we think about it is our customers do things that help the world run better, and we help them do that. 
So I know your CMO, Alicia Tillman, she's been pretty public about you know wanting SAP to be a top 10 brand, I think is the, the phrase I saw. What does it mean to your company and to you to be a brand leader? There's a lot of brands in the marketplace. So I was just curious how you think about it. Yeah, it, 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 is, a, it is a great question. And the, the way we kind of think about this is more than sort of a placement on a list, right? You know, it's great. We have, our brand ranking has gone up. It went up significantly earlier this year. We went from being number 21 to being number 17. We are recognized worldwide as a very strong brand. All of that is great. But at the same time, for us, it is about the value that we deliver to our customers. And if we believe if we do that, the brand rankings are going to take care of themselves. And so for us, a big focus has been really thinking about that end-to-end customer experience, every interaction that the customer has with us, whether it is in the process of evaluating and buying our products or in the process of using our products or post-sale as they kind of go about running their businesses and, and they need to work with us, we're looking at every aspect of that customer experience and how can we make that customer journey fundamentally better. What people think about SAP, what they feel about SAP is all driven from that customer experience. So for us, that has been a big focus. And specifically within marketing, it is about how can we make their marketing experience better at every stage of that journey. When they first come to us, when they find us, perhaps through our website, to them interacting and learning more about our products and solutions as they continue to through that journey, or as they engage in the process of looking at our products and, and buying them or then eventually using them, we want to think about what role marketing can play in partnership with sales, in partnership with services, in partnership with support to make that journey more productive and more engaging for our customers. That's really where it, 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 it is important. But at the same time, we're also looking at getting our message out in the market through both conventional as well as unconventional means. One of the things that we are doing, for example, is a partnership that we have recently announced with Now United, which is a worldwide group of very young artists coming together with the spirit of music And we believe this is something where our values really align with the values of Now United. And and this is a way for us to support some of the young budding artists that have great careers and futures ahead of them by providing some of the technology that we do to really develop this platform that is going to reshape the future of how we consume entertainment and how new platforms are going to be built on on uh, entertainment. So that's one example of how we're doing things that you wouldn't expect SAP to do in order to reach new audiences. But also the big focus for us remains on fundamentally providing a great customer experience for our customers. Well, you know, evolving the brand, um, delivering a great customer experience, monitoring what's going on in the marketplace, like you just described, those a lot of times are not very, not known to be true at large B2B companies, especially B2B companies that might have historically been engineering driven. How are you driving that focus to be focused on the market, you know, in light of maybe, you know, like most comp- most tech companies, you know, that have a long history, there's an engineering bias or a product bias, maybe an internal focus sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I think that is, uh, that is a great point. And, and of course, look, we pride ourselves on building 
great products that run not just companies, but literally entire industries depend on our products. Something like 73% of the world's economy is touched by SAP system. And so uh, when you think about that, that's, that's pretty amazing in terms of the impact that we have on the world. At the same time, we firmly believe that we have a very strong brand that is seen as reliable, as scalable, as trusted, and, and companies trust us to help, help them help us run entire businesses. And for us, it has been about balancing. We have to have great products, no question. We have to have the most innovative, cutting-edge products in the marketplace, and we do. And we want to be able to tell that story to both of our customers as well as our future prospects that will become our customers. And we want to do it in a way that we can engage them and, and we can tell them the amazing work that this company is doing in helping change the world, in helping make this a better place. And so for us, it's really a combination of great products combined with great customer experiences and then being able to take that and tell that story to the marketplace. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, there was a, I guess, a recent company event in Barcelona where you highlighted customer experience and kind of a, taking a big stance or a big, big focus on customer experience. Then just, I guess, this week or, or recently, I think it was this week, you know, the acquisition of Qualtrics for $8 billion in cash. And I know it's so early, probably won't, don't want to talk about the acquisition itself, but what, you know, what is the future of customer experience that SAP sees? What are you looking towards? What are you trying? What's the future you're trying to build? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. It's too early for at least for me to comment about the acquisition. So I'll keep that on the side. And let's let's talk a little bit about customer experience, because what we're looking at is the fact that we simply need to humanize the customer experience. We need to personalize the touch points that individuals have with companies. And we need to make sure every individual feels like they are they matter that companies are paying attention to them and this is this is a transformation this is a transformation that requires change to marketing to technology to processes to culture of the companies and this is a transformation that we have gone through and this is a transformation that our customers are going through when you think about new trends in the marketplace whether it is around real time delivery or digital payments or now, the latest one that, that I see every day is online companies now starting to move offline and opening physical stores. Mm. 
this is all a contribution. These are all contributing factors to reinventing the customer experience. And so you're right this year, earlier this year at, at our big conference, um, Sapphire in, in June, as well as at the CX event in Barcelona, we announced a renewed commitment to CRM and customer experience. We launched SAP C4 HANA, and we believe that we are uniquely positioned to introduce products and solutions in the market that can help companies cultivate those lifelong relationships that they're looking to build. And look, we have a lot of chops in this market. We're building on our reputation as an end-to-end business solutions provider. We are able to provide the, the full integration the end-to-end capabilities that companies need to be able to engage with their customers. So this is an important moment for us because we are looking at the future of customer experience and that future is being built right in front of our eyes. And, And this is happening whether in every single industry, whether it is retail, whether it is financial services or any other. And, and companies are ready to rethink this and we're looking to help them rethink the future of customer experience. Awesome. Well, one of the things I like to do on this show is, you know, not just talk about our businesses and, and all that good stuff, but also learn a little bit more about you. And so in that effort, I love asking everyone that comes on the show this question, which is, you know, is there an effort, is there a, an experience in your past that defines or makes up who you are today? Yeah, absolutely. We we all do. And I remember when I uh, was growing up, when I was probably 12 or 13 years of age, I used to help my dad with his very, very, very small business in India. And I learned uh, some of my first life lessons and, and definitely my business lessons, helping him with that business. And you know, this was in a world which was the world before technology. The only technology that he had was a was a physical landline telephone. There were no computers or or checkout counters or or iPads or laptops or anything like that. And what you what I learned from that environment was, use business still happened and contracts were signed and uh, money was made and and you know companies were built because it was the power of human connection. And in technology is an enabler. It will continue to be an enabler. But business happens between individuals. It happens between people. And that was true 30 years ago. And that is still true today that fundamentally businesses are built and customers are engaged using the power of human connection. So that was a very powerful life lesson for me growing up in, in that environment back in India that I continue to deploy and use uh, in in all my all my work even today. That's a great lesson. What fuels you now? What keeps you going? What drives you? Well, you know, I have uh, two little kids, and every single day I try to be a role model for them. And both of them are daughters, and I try to stand up against adversity and really show them that they can do anything that they put their minds to. And so I try to as much as possible in in my everyday work, try to pay it forward, whether it is by mentoring people or helping them make big career decisions or providing more balance in the workplace. We all, I think, can can make our contributions, whether it is helping women in leadership or it is helping our early talents thrive in 
environments, when we have multi-generational workplaces, I think those are those are causes that I really believe in that are really important. And that's what like wakes me up every day. And that's why that's why I, I'm ready to go to work supercharged, which is to uh, really beyond the day-to-day work, be able to make a difference in this world. That's great. Yeah. What ages are your kids? If you don't mind me asking, I've got a daughter as well. She's 11. Yeah. I have a one year old and a five year old. And so, ah. so they're young and, and you know, when, when <laughs> kids are of that age, the, the whole world is a playground for them. They ask you lots of questions and they make you rethink your perspective about life as well, because <laughs> for them, they don't have the boundaries that we as adults do. So it's it's quite a refreshing experience. I'm sure you've had that experience as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially uh, five is a great age because I feel like they're becoming little people. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. That's, that's funny. Well, you know, I think marketers tend to be kind of steward, students of the business, if you will. Are there any brands or companies or causes that you follow or you, you, you're taking notice of, you think others should? Well, I think, you know, if you think about 2018, I think we're at a, we're at a very pivotal moment, both in our culture as well as in businesses. I think what is happening is we are quickly coming to a point where there's a lot of noise around what's happening in the world and sometimes how divisive our politics has become and how divisive even people start to feel that in their day-to-day work. And so for me, I think a big focus in 2019 and beyond is going to be not things that separate us, but things that bring us together. And I think people will look at this, at least that's my hope, at how can we find common causes and how can we let some of the divisiveness that is in our culture today out and bring in more of the ability to be more respectful in how we work with each other, interact with each other, and, and work in finding common ground. So I think that's going to be very important. And that's something that, that I think, you know, even in the workplace, it's usually important for me. When I work with my team, the one thing that I take a lot of pride in personally, but also I, I take a lot of pride when my team does is be able to collaborate with each other, be able to work together with each other. And it's hugely important in the world of business. It always has been, but I think it's going to become more and more important in our lives as well. How can we work better together with each other? And so for me, when when I look at the world of business, I think it's going to be heavily, heavily focused on how can we come together in groups, in in subsets of people looking for a common cause and how can we collaborate and work together? I, yeah, I hope we can find a path towards towards that for sure. Myself, one more question for you: What do you think the future of marketing is going to look like? Yeah, that's a big question, isn't it, Alan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, I mean, it would be naive if I if I were to say, "Hey, I have my crystal ball here. Uh, let me look into it and tell you what the future of marketing looks like." Wouldn't we all want to know that? But I think there are lots of things that are pointing us in that direction. First of all, I think marketing is being disrupted right in front of our eyes. What marketing was five years ago and what marketing will be five years from now is going to be 180 degrees different. If you think about it, five years ago and even now, a lot of the focus was, oh my God, retail stores are shutting down. Everything is going to be online. We will buy everything from Amazon and and other websites. And it turns out it's actually simply not the case. In fact, now 
retailers that were doing business online are opening stores. So um, the area that I'm sitting in right now in, in Dallas, we have literally the future of retail being constructed in front of our eyes. This is a brand new area. And we have companies like Warby Parker and Bonobos and Sugarfina. All three of them just opened their stores right underneath the SAP office. It's unbelievable because these are all brands that were built online, but are now quickly recognizing that they have all the data and information in the world that they can now build a fundamentally reimagined customer experience in physical stores. So they're bringing some of that back into manifesting itself in, in physical stores. Think about that. Could anybody have predicted that five years ago? Probably not. Amazon is opening hmm. physical stores. That's that's sort of old news, but there are many, many other retailers that are following that. By 2020, over half of search queries are going to be happening through voice. So a big aspect of marketing, which was focused on how do I get to the first half of the first page in Google search? Because you know, in a mobile world, you can only see the top three to five results. Well, that's out of the door already. Because when you ask Alexa or you ask, hey, Google, the only result that comes is what Alexa tells you at the moment, which is this position zero, the answer box, because you ask a question and, and it gives you an answer. Within SAP, we're having to think about that trend and say, how are we going to be doing search strategy in the future? Because it's not just about search strategy. It's about content that we produce. How do we optimize it for the world of voice searches? How do we optimize Everything that we do, because ultimately the way people consume information is going to be very different. So I think the, the future of marketing is going to be very dynamic. Those are just two examples. But in every single aspect of marketing, there is change. And that change is driven in part by technology, but also in part by how people are going to be marketing and how customers are going to accept being marketed to. I think Privacy is going to become a pretty big factor. People are finally, I believe, waking up to the fact that they need to take control of their information and how it is used and how it is transacted upon in the world of data stores and, and companies building huge, huge volumes of personal data about individuals. And so I think there is going to be a reckoning happening there as well. So for me, those kind of are the big picture views, which is I think the customer experience is definitely going to get redefined. You're going to see technology like voice searches, artificial intelligence, and others completely change how marketers go about thinking of their marketing strategies. And then data privacy will become a pretty important factor in terms of marketers uh, thinking about how they can market to, to the consumers. Well, we've got a lot to think about, <laughs> a lot to think about. For Thank sure. you for uh, you know, elaborating on all those trends and, and, you know, the, the retail one in particular is one I've followed uh, quite a bit and uh, as well as the privacy, but it's truly amazing. Um, there's been net new retail stores over the last, I think 2017, uh, in particular, it's kind of an older stat, but most people are surprised by that, but net new overall in the U S more stores were opened than closed. So it's crazy. Yep. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Alan, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, truly a pleasure. And thanks, thanks for the time. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with writing and editing by Kevin Greeley. 
Social media support by Megan Woods. Art and graphic design by Sarah Dell. If you're new to marketing today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners, and you can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com. There you'll also find complete show notes with links to anything we talk about on any episode. You can also search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.